And welcome back to the Livingston Parish News Weekly Show, a podcast brought to you by the Livingston Parish News. My name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news, and this is from the Cheap Seats, where we sit down and talk athletics here in Livingston Parish. I'm going to let this gentleman introduce himself real quick. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing all right. This is Rob DeArmond. I'm the sports editor with the Livingston Parish News. So we are playing catch-up. I uh, had a scheduling issue last week, uh, so we are going to be... Uh, we have no previews from last week's games, because obviously they have occurred. So we're going to talk about last week's games for football, and then lead into this week's games. And then we'll have a, a probably not a terribly long discussion, but we're going to talk about the ever-shifting postseason format. Uh, we've got something new and fun, and, and perhaps it'll change, and perhaps it won't. We'll see. So first and foremost, let's let's go team by team. We're gonna start with uh, we're gonna start up in the north this time. We started in the southeast and went up to Watson. We're gonna start in Watson and go down to the southeast this time. So who did Live Oak play last week and what's coming up this week? Uh, Live Oak had Bonneville last week. Uh, that was a Thursday game. They won forty-one to seven. You kind of see that offense uh, the week before. They kind of struggled a little, a little bit against Dunham. You kind of see that offense kind of. You can see what what they're capable of if they're clicking on all cylinders. Uh, uh, Blake Rosenthal had three rushing touchdowns, and, and Sawyer Pruitt really found a groove with his his receivers there. Uh, they will be traveling to play St. Helena uh, this week, which uh, Coach Westmoreland said for some of the guys, that's uh, really the first road trip that they've taken since uh, their playoff game last year. So it's going to be – so we don't go very far, maybe 30 minutes, but it's still a road trip nonetheless, and that's something you kind of got to build into the schedule and, and get them used to doing that. So that, I think that's the, the biggest challenge for them is kind of keeping that momentum going and doing a road trip at the same time. Yeah, and, and not quite as short as, say, a road trip to Central or Denim or Walker, but not that far either. Right, And right. especially as the district has expanded into Ascension Parish, uh, that's definitely farther from yeah, Watson for to sure, San Yeah, for sure. So moving down the road, uh, let's do Denim next. Uh, Denim Springs gets a 31 uh win over Liberty. Uh, ran the ball really well and, uh, you know, talked to Coach Beard uh, about uh, – Reese Mooney's play, he said he kind of looked like uh, the the Reese Mooney of old. He got started early, which is a big key for him. Um, and going forward, they're kind of hoping that that'll continue. But, uh, you know, he said, I, I like what we're doing right now, but by no means at 3-0 and can we be satisfied with, with where we're at. Um, and they will be facing Franklinton on Thursday. That's a, a game that was moved, I, I believe, due to uh, – official shortage uh so they'll be traveling up to franklinton uh that's a place that uh coach beard coached at got some ties there uh and they're he said they've got some athletes so it should be a a good test for them they're going on the road as well lots of travel this yes so heading way east from there uh, way east Heading east from there uh, into Walker, how'd they look last week and who they got coming up? Uh, played Mandeville last week. They uh, they won 35-32, uh, ran a little trick play late in the game, and then were able to, to, to get the win there. It's uh, one of those things where you talk with Coach Mahaffey as well. It's, it's again, the... Uh, Maintain the momentum, but at the same time, you're you're going on the road. You know, they had to play that game last week at uh, Fountain Blue High School due to some, uh, some turf issues there at Mandeville. Uh, but it, like you said, it follows the same principle. They're playing another good team um, in, in Kentwood, uh, going to Kentwood. And for, for Coach Mahaffey, it's, he said it's the first time he's ever been 
It, it is going to be his first trip to, to, as they call it, playing under the tank. Because if you've ever been there to Kentwood, the football field is literally there, and there's a water tank right behind the, the football field. So they call it playing under the tank. Um, I, I it was kind of uh kind of funny. He said some of our kids don't know about that, and you know I was I was at the end of practice on, on Monday, and the kids are coming through, and they you know one of them said, "Hey, we're going to play the kangaroos," and and got the other one looked. He said, "Is that really their nickname?" And I you know I said, "Yeah, man, that's that's really their nickname." But that should be a really good test for for Walker. Uh, you know, not only in the opponent, but also being able to go on the road and see if you can sustain sustain some success there. Sure, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how how that goes because uh, I will remember. I believe Coach Beard was still at uh, Live Oak, but they went over to Kentwood and um, it came down to the wire because they got athlete. You know, they'll and they'll yeah. fight. They'll fight yeah. you till the very end. Uh, so, and it's a very and actually that was the last game I, I covered at Kentwood was a, was Live Oak and Kentwood a, a few yeah I think it was uh, Coach Beard's last year there at at Live Oak, but. Uh, Always a good game. That one was back and forth. It was, it was a really good game. And I uh, have no reason to kind of expect uh, the, the same type of thing there. Okay. So heading to Albany, uh, who, who, how's, how are things going for them? And who have they got coming up? Uh, last week it was the uh, Battle of I-12, Springfield and Albany. Springfield wins uh, 52-49. Uh, when I say punch, counterpunch, that's literally what it was. Uh, yeah, the Albany scores uh, uh, takes – the opening kickoff down scores on the first play from scrimmage. Springfield comes right back and and gets a, a long touchdown there, and that's kind of how it was all night. Uh, kind of the the difference in, in a little bit of stuff was uh, Springfield at, at one point was four for four on two point conversions, and you know you see how close the game is. Uh, if I remember correctly, Albany had a a PAT block, but uh, you know it's like I told the coaches when you have that much scoring and it kind of goes on everything just kind of leads together. But uh, it, it was one of those games where, uh, you know, Coach Ligori afterwards just kind of said we, we need to kind of uh, get a little bit more physical, a little bit more tough. And he said we, we may see some uh, some personnel and maybe some schematic changes for them uh, to try to combat some stuff this week. Um, and they'll be hosting uh, – They've got uh, Fisher. That's a homecoming game for them, uh, and and he's expecting to see a healthy dose of the run game from Fisher, which is some of what they saw against Springfield. So he said, "We got to be got to be ready for that. Got to play tough against those physical downhill teams uh, and an early homecoming." Uh, so that kind of leads me to believe there's a heavy district slate, a lot of road games coming up for them. We've got uh, oh, there's is there's a, a shorter district. I think it's a, a 14 district as right. well. When when they get on that on that side of it, uh, but yeah, it's coming. Uh, actually, Springfield has their homecoming uh, this week as well. So, well, let's talk about them. Uh, obviously, they were uh, the ones who came out victorious in the Battle of I-12. So, uh, what did coach? have to say about that, and then uh, who do they have coming up for their homecoming? Um, they will be hosting Slaughter Charter on Friday. Um, <clears throat> just in talking to Coach Surpass, if, if you guys were, were there at the game, uh, Jatoris Buggage, is, he's just on a tear, picked up right where he left off from last last season, ran for almost uh, 300 yards there, and that's just, uh, you know, he, he gave credit to, to that's that's just his running style and uh, the, the work that they, they did up front on the offensive line uh, and slaughter charter is a, you know, he said they're, they're a really good team and they're expecting a, a, another good test there. So, uh, you know, uh, just be ready for it. Uh, you know, obviously they want to try to move to four and O, but they, they know it's not going to be easy. Sure. 
but you know, plenty of uh, play, there's always plenty of roadblocks. You know, and going back to what Coach Beard said, three and zero, still not really. You know, can't sit there. Got to continue to yeah. advance. You, you 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 like where you are record wise, but it, you know uh, things are things are going to get tough as you keep going down the road, especially when you get to district. Sure, and that's the exact reason that uh, Coach Beard and Coach Mahaffey said that they they jamboree against each other. They expect to be completely different by the time they face each other, usually in October. It's uh, it's the the great quote that uh, Coach Beard used. I think he uses it uh, just about every year. He said, if we can't make adjustments from a jamboree to week 10, then we're not very good coaches. So uh, that one sticks in my head a lot. <laughs> right. So there is uh, there's your rundown of last week's scores, as well as what's coming up for all five uh, Parish football teams. Let's kind of switch gears a little bit here. Uh, this is more more of an overarching subject. Uh, but as you mentioned, as you were sitting there preparing to uh, cover the Battle of I-12 this past Friday, uh, you were informed that uh, a new format has been agreed upon by the LHSAA for postseason play. A uh, lot of back and forth here, a lot of questions, a lot of comments. Uh, give us an overview of what that new format's going to look like. So uh, we'll go back here, uh, not this past Friday, but the Friday before the Athletic Association released its uh, revised. Uh, you know, you, you kind of knew this was coming, but they they released some revised uh, playoff pairings, if you will, uh, and it went on a four-division format. Uh, the 5A schools in the parish are in Division One, uh, but that's where things started to change a little bit. Uh, in football, Albany is in uh, Division Two, which which puts them, you know, Albany's a 3A school that kind of puts them in the in the realm with some 4A schools, which is a little bit different. Uh, these classifications are based on enrollment, and so that's kind of how they they get to the point. Um, Division Three in football uh, would put uh, Springfield in there. Um, and you're kind of looking at that one. Uh, it, the biggest thing I, I think when I talked to Coach Surpass at Springfield was you look at the way they're broken down and uh, using Albany as an example, they're sitting in Division Two, but all of the teams they're playing in their district are, uh, you know, Division Three teams in there with Springfield, which changes the landscape for both of those teams. And so, you know, when I talked to Coach Surpass was probably the most, you know, vocal about it. He said, you know, what's the point of us playing a district schedule now? You know, we, we should just go tear up the contracts and just, you know, start scheduling independently. Um, and, and the other part is that uh, at the point this comes out, they're going into week three of the season. So, uh, and, it, and they've cut down the number of playoff teams. So you, you kind of, Maybe you prepare and say, this is what, you know, you tell your team or your kids, this is what we need to do to get in the playoffs. And then this happens and it kind of changes the landscape of what you want to do. Um, when those the, the, those pairings also came out uh, or those divisions also came out, uh, you're looking at, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, in uh, Division three we would have had, uh, this would have been for basketball and uh, softball. It would have been Doyle. Holden, French Settlement, and Springfield. Um, so if if you're if you're looking at it and you pay attention to the way it works, you you, you might could have had maybe, uh, and I'm going by teams that have made it to the state tournament. Uh, I'm specifically in softball is what I'm pay, I was paying attention to. Uh, you know, Doyle's there; they've been there, and of course Holden's a you know five time state championship championship team or uh, program. So you could conceivably maybe in the playoffs have maybe a Doyle playing a Holden for a state championship. 
um, which kind of changes some things up there. So uh, what happened last Friday was uh, the Athletic Association, again, had a Zoom meeting uh, specifically regarding uh, mainly the those uh, B through C school, A, A, B, and C schools, I should say, uh, to kind of address some of the concerns that they had. So what they wound up doing was kind of redrawing the format again, and so now you have five divisions. Uh, and what it wound up doing was it wound up putting, holding back into uh, Division 5 along with Marpaul, which uh, when I talked to Coach uh, Dubois, uh, the basketball coach at Holden, boys basketball coach, he said what it kind of does is puts puts them back on that Class B footing, if you will. Um, so what you're looking at, and, you know, they were looking at it uh, when that first plane came out. Uh, they they take a couple of trips to uh, to place in, in some Class B tournaments for basketball, and it kind of, he said it kind of sets them up for, for later on. They make connections, and they can kind of see some other teams in Class B that they may see down the road. So when that first pairing, uh, first uh, draft, I guess, comes out, they kind of look at it and said, you know, do we really need to take that trip if we're going to be in a different division uh, playing against some teams that we don't normally play against? Because, you know, it helps us, but then again, if we look at it and we don't need to take it, should we really take it? But when they go back into this class, uh, Division 5, if you will, uh, it it kind of stays the same for them. Um, I thought one of the interesting things I talked to uh, Marpaul baseball coach Anthony Gregoire, and uh, he said he it, with Marpaul, he said not so much worried about where they are. He said wherever they put us, we'll compete. But the teams, the the programs he worries about are those Class C schools that maybe only have a shot at a state championship in say a cross country or a track. And when you put those schools together like that, because you. You've got a mixture of B and C schools in that Division Five, so he, he said it kind of changes the the dynamic for what they're going to do, and it may take away that opportunity to compete for a state championship in those sports that they, you know, those those smaller schools might have a chance at winning a state championship in. So, but like he said, it it you know he said it also brings up some questions, you know, that how do the PowerPoint stay the same? There's a formula that, that they use on that. And he said in scheduling, you know, a lot of times it, it, it's beneficial to both, you know, the, the smaller schools, especially like in baseball, to maybe schedule a 5A school. And it's beneficial for the 5A school to schedule that Class B school. Do the PowerPoints stay the same or do they change? And that's, he said, the, there's a lot of questions that they still have and, and hopefully they can get them answered as as this thing progresses because it, it may be one of those things where as they happen, it's going to be a, a situational type deal. But uh, it bears watching because uh, it'll come up in January at the next meeting. Um, so we'll see if, uh, you know, things will stay as they are or, or get changed up again. Well, Anybody who's listening to this or watching, you know, is probably probably cross-eyed at this point because, I mean, that's yeah. just, you know, that's a major change. There's a lot of information there. I'm sure a lot of parents and coaches have a lot of questions. Um, you just received all this information. Some of those questions may not even really be answered yet. Uh, so be on the lookout for more updates. But as you said, I mean, this kind of slapped everybody in the face because here it is, week three. And that, I mean, literally playing football games on Friday night, and this came out five hours before that. Right. right. Uh, so it's kind of uh, it, it, interesting to just sort of inject it right there in the middle of the season. So Rob will be staying on top of that. Well, thank you, sir. 
appreciate sure. you taking Thank the time you. this morning. If you'll reintroduce yourself as we head out of here. Hey, this is Rob DeArmond, sports editor with the Livingston Parish News. And my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. This is From the Cheap Seats, where we talk about what's going on in athletics in Livingston Parish. Please remember we're on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. Once a week in print on Thursdays at $7 a month to get that in your mailbox. We're also online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. One last time, we appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you next time.